Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. In Jersey, 101.5. What the hell are you doing here? From the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio, Steve Travelly keeps you in the Jersey no. And welcome to Wednesday night in New Jersey. I always put a little extra into Wednesday night. I put, I, I look, you know, I look so forward to Wednesday night. Wednesday night for me, you know, that's the fun night. That's when uh, we do trivia, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, one hundred one point five. That's when the boys come in at uh, nine o'clock. Gemini's gonna be here. Uh, Justin Gonzalez is gonna be here. Jeffrey Paul's gonna be here. Boomba Johnny will be calling in. At uh, nine ten, we got a big comedy show. They're going to be giving away tickets to the winners. Uh, Michael Martucci's classic comedy on the lake, uh, Saturday, June tenth, in Matawan MJ's, better known as the Buttonwood Manor. When I DJed there, uh, it's going to be an incredible show with Freddie Rubino, Goomba Johnny, myself, and you could win tickets on Trevia if you can't make it. We have Catch a Rising Star in the Princeton Hyatt Regency. We'll set you up with a show any night in the month of May. Uh, so uh, we got a lot of uh, we got a lot of gaming to play later on. We'll be talking about your mama. We'll be talking about music. Uh, but right now, uh, we got to talk about uh, Donald Trump and the verdict that came out yesterday. A jury found uh, Donald Trump liable Tuesday for sexually abusing advice columnist E. Jean Carroll in 1996. They awarded her $5 million in a judgment that could haunt the former president as he campaigns to regain the White House. Now, in a Washington Post poll of uh, just a few days ago, uh, he had a distinct advantage as the Republican uh, candidate. So it's looking like he's got 51% of the vote and he would actually beat Biden if they ran against each other, according to this poll. So uh, we'll get back to that later. But what I want to do in this uh, in this hour, I guess, this question uh, the verdict was announced in a federal courtroom in New York City in the first day of jury deliberations. Jury rejected Carol's claims that she was raped, but found Trump liable for sexually abusing her. Hours earlier, U.S. District Judge Lewis Kaplan read instructions on the law to the nine-person jury before the panel began discussing Carol's allegations of battery and defamation shortly before noon. Trump, who did not attend the trial, has insisted he never sexually assaulted Carol, nor did he even know her. In capital letters, he uh, puts on his social media, I have absolutely no idea who this woman is, Trump wrote on Truth Social. This verdict is a disgrace, a continuation of the greatest witch hunt of all time. Okay, this is my question. And I'm dying to hear your answer because this, this, uh, this kind of starts a... You know, an onion. If Donald Trump were completely innocent, whether you believe him or not, if Donald Trump were completely innocent to the point of where he didn't even know her, why did he not 
testify in court. So forget about all the legal mumbo jumbo. Forget about the the rules and everything. But just if you you as a man, as a woman, as a Jersey guy, a Jersey girl, I'm Italian Jersey guy. Uh, if somebody accuses you of something that you didn't do, it's one thing, like you know, when you could, you know, maybe you did it, maybe you didn't do it. You can gloss over it. You can, you know, you can put enough BS on the thing to to kind of make it work. But when somebody accuses you of something, something of rape, and you never even met the woman as you tweet, as you put out on your social media, why the and and you want to be president, and you want to be president, right? Now I'm seeing the end of the latex episode from Seinfeld, and you want to be my president, Trump with his pants down, falling in front of the apartment. I never mind. But anyway, getting back to this, why the hell? Wouldn't he want to shout it from the rooftops? Why the hell would he not want to sit in that courtroom, confront his accuser, look her in the eye, and testify? Bill Clinton once, not to court, but to the media, I did not have sex with that woman, Monica Lewinsky. At least he looked somewhere and said it, into a camera, not into a, a keyboard. But the idea, why the hell didn't he just you know, go to court and testify. If he's claiming he didn't do it and he really didn't do it, uh, why not do that? He's got a dream team of lawyers that could go after her, and they did. He's got, you know, uh, her counsel questioning him. He knows how to, he's done enough interviews. He'll be doing another one tonight on CNN of all places. By the way, that's how desperate CNN is for ratings. They finally realize that they could also get ratings by actually putting Trump on, let alone talk about Trump. But why the hell didn't he testify? Because if I were running for president of the United States, and I want the American people to rally around me, and I want them to believe in me, that would have been the perfect form. It doesn't matter what he says tonight on CNN. doesn't matter what he says anywhere. He had the chance to look his accuser in the eye, look his accuser into the camera, into the world. I didn't do this. I didn't know her. Why the hell wouldn't he do that? Because that's what, to me, it comes down to. And that's, that's the side thing. Now, the second side, the next part of this is, uh, you know, there, through the ages, there have been presidents who have assaulted women. Um. Uh, and they continue to run for presidency, and some got elected. And there are those who say that they would vote for Trump again. Washington Post poll has him uh, winning the presidency, should the election happen tomorrow. As a matter of fact, there's a 19-year-old girl who said uh, she would vote for him. He's a horrible person, but he's a great president. And uh, this is in an ABC story here. Rebecca, a 19-year-old college student, declined to give her last name, told ABC News she had no worries over everything about Trump getting rid of certain files and the allegations of him and women, uh, said she would vote for him because he might be a bad person, but he is a good president. So 1-800-283-101.5. Should he have testified? Bob, I'm going to give you more time. Does it bother you that he didn't? There was the chance to get up and shout from the rooftops, I didn't do it. And you don't mess with me, and I ain't taking this crap. But he didn't. He didn't.
if you're going to be the leader of the free world and you're going to look the Chinese leader in the eye and you're going to look the Russian leader in the eye, and you, go, you don't tell you, you don't listen to your lawyers. You don't, you don't, well, they told me not to say anything if I'm not going to say. What? That's not the way he got elected. Your thoughts. Um, should he have testified? And regardless of whether you think he did it or not, would you vote for him as president? Considering what is what he's going to be running against, which is friggin' dangerous. We, his opponent is an 82-year-old man who's not all there. And if he doesn't make it, his backup, Kamala, who, by the way, has been put in charge of artificial intelligence, putting her next to any intelligence puts her at a disadvantage. But your thoughts, 1-800-283-101.5. Should he have testified? And uh, regardless of uh, what's going on here, uh, would you still vote for him? You need to relocate. You want to sell your home fast. Robert Dukansky of REMAX First Advantage is buyers lined up and get your home sold faster for more money than you thought possible. When Morgan and Rebecca needed to relocate to Pennsylvania, they called Rob and his team to sell their Edison home. Rob's powerful marketing strategies made quick work of the sale. In only eight days on the market, there were 21 showings, 11 offers selling the home for $321,000, which was $22,000 over the list price. Morgan and Rebecca were we're on their way to Pennsylvania with extra cash in their pocket. Robert Dukansky of Remax First Advantage has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. So call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015. Or online at robsellsnj.com. Or Google Rob Sells NJ and start packing. His fast traffic.com. It's Mother's Day. Share with New Jersey 101.5, which your mommy used to say, one lucky entry will win mom a pair of sparkling diamond stud earrings worth $2,500. Enter now on our New Jersey 101.5 free app or nj1015.com. Thanks to our sponsor, Earth Treasures Jewelers, Highway 35 and 36, Eatontown, the name you know and trust for almost 50 years. This Mother's Day, tell us what mommy used to say to win. From New Jersey, 101.5. Donald Trump has uh, been found uh, liable for $5 million for uh, sexual advances. Is that what it is? Uh, I'm trying to find the right way they word it. For sexual abuse. That's the word. And he did not testify. He later tweeted out, uh, I have absolutely no idea who this woman is. This verdict is a disgrace, a continuation of the greatest witch hunt of all time. Why not say that in open court to her dream team, looking her in the eye? If somebody said to me, somebody accused me of something and I know I didn't do or even know the person, this is, this is you know, I'd be shouting it from the rooftops. And there are people, there are guys who've been accused in the Me Too movement who stood up and said, I had nothing to do with it. And they were found innocent. Bob is in Bordentown, under Jersey 101.5. Hey, Bob. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. I just wanted to say it's probably part of the strategy of the legal team. I know you're. I know what you're saying about Trump and everything, but my feeling is that they're going to, even if he came here live and said the same thing, they would find him guilty in a New York court. It just isn't a fair court. Um, and the other thing is, too, is don't forget, we're going back 30 years ago, Number one, he, he was a hot commodity. I'm sure a lot of women were trying to get him. And her 
I, I think she was one of the ones who actually accused him on a plane also for uh, trying to touch her leg or something. So she was, she's been known to be like really kind of a, a following a Trump person for the past 30 years. Okay, but Bob, he said he never met her. Everything else goes away. I don't care what she says. He said, now here's the thing. He has the opportunity here. Right. To be in that courtroom, the people can look him in the eye. They can watch the confrontation. They can form their own opinions. If whether or not their cameras would he even allow cameras in there, whatever. But the idea that he confronted his accuser, we're Americans. We look our accuser in the eye. We don't back down. We don't hide from anybody. We don't back down to anybody. And if you want to be the president of the United States, damn it, you stand up. And you stick up right. for yourself. You don't, well, my lawyer told me not to do me to him. Come on. That just doesn't well, I fly think the big with me. Thing, yeah, I think the big thing is for him is the fact that he should have probably went forward. But the thing is, you just don't know what he's going to say. <laughs> well, you know what? Really rude. Yeah, I know. But that's why you want him in there. Because, you know, he got as far as he got. He got to be president with no one knowing what he was going to say. I think it would have worked for him. Bob, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Chris is on the parkway on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Chris. Hey, man, how are you tonight? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing okay. I agree a lot with the last caller. Why drag it out? It's been four years of his presidency, three years post-presidency. They've been trying to nail this, nail this, now. He's going to be found guilty of something. Keep him in a negative light, and that's what I think it's all about. Keep him in a that's negative light. That's why he could have turned the narrative. That's why if he were really innocent, and he's in there, and he and he says he never met her, and he really, if he's right, if he's right, if he's knowing the truth, telling the truth, then the best way the truth shall set you free. You do it facing your accuser in open court with the world watching, and not everybody in that world is going against you. There are people in that room that would have been for him, that would have wanted him, you know, to you know, would not his side. And everyone could have formed their own opinion. But to just to just say nothing and then go on social media afterwards, that's BS to Absolutely. me. Absolutely, but why why drag it out? There's going to be another... So he's going to get, he get dragged out anyway. It happened. There's no dragging out. So, he testified. So I mean, he was there. Let, let, this, let this one go by because tomorrow he'll be accused of something else. It's all to keep him in the negative light. I agree with you. If you're innocent of something, man, stand up for it. Damn it, I didn't do it. But why make this a three-week ordeal because they did they're gonna find something on me but but, but you know what next week chris next week something else is going to come out right and then you shoot that down as well and you keep shooting and shooting and shooting until they run out of things to hit 1-800-283-101.5 seriously i mean the idea again why let this because somebody accused you of something that you didn't do think about this have you ever in your life Maybe we do that in the next hour. Have you ever in your life been accused of something that you didn't do? Would you sit back and oh, just let them, I'll just let it blow out right here. Oh, no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Patty is in East Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania on New Jersey 101.5. Hey. hey, Patty. Hey, Steve. How you doing? I'm good, Patty. How are you? I'm okay. Listen, I'm calling in because, um, first of all, I don't believe the lady. Um, because if somebody would have touched me inappropriately, inappropriately in a public place, right. I would have yelled, screamed, I would have called the cops, I would have owned Trump Towers. You know what? I, I don't doubt that. Years. But this isn't about that. 
This is about why, whether or not you believe him, right? Is, isn't my question. My question is, if you're accused of something that you didn't do, and you claim you didn't even know the person or never met the person, why would you not get up in front and, and look her in the eye in front of the whole world and, and, and fr from the rooftops, from the courtroom, from the witness stand? I didn't do it. That's what a leader does, in my opinion. Okay, so may maybe the Secret Service advised him not to go in. I don't care who told him not to. Who was this? It was Eagleson, anybody. Okay, all right. So now, why aren't we talking about Tara Reid? Oh, funny you should mention Tara Reid. Tara Reid is the one who accused uh, President Biden of sexually assaulting her in the 1990s. And she tweeted out a message about death before she potentially God, testifies. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. She was, she was, she no. said she was accused. She claims to have been accused by President Biden. She said, I'm sorry, she accused President Biden of sexually assaulting her in the 90s, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She tweeted out, I want to make something clear. If something happens to me, all roads lead to Joe Biden. She wrote on Sunday right. afternoon, Joe Biden and DNC political machine threats, bullying and intimidation over the last three years will not work. I am not suicidal, she said. And that's out there in the last right. couple of days. So, I mean, this whole thing isn't over. My thing is more about... You know, and this is going to come to fruition as well. My thing is about if you're accused of something and you didn't do it, you need to testify, you need to confront, and you need to make that absolutely clear. Patty, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Your thoughts, 730. Fly. Weather also brought to you by Ray Katana Auto Group, the all-new Lexus RX. You should see the RX 350 all-wheel drive SUV at Ray Katana Lexus. Redesigned for 2023 to give you uncompromising luxury and performance. Hurry in for special lease and finance offers at Ray Katina, Lexus, and Monmouth, Freehold, Larchmont, or White Plains. Steve Trevelisse, 1-800-283-101.5. A jury found Donald Trump liable Tuesday for sexually abusing advice columnist E. Jean Carroll in 1996. They awarded her $5 million in a judgment should the former president have testified. I say absolutely positively. What do you say? Brian's in Red Bank on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Brian. Hi. Uh, good evening. Uh, good uh, Good topic. Um, I think he definitely should not have uh, testified. I think uh, he's probably dealing with a hostile jury. There's, there's no evidence either way, and he cannot prove that he wasn't there. He cannot disprove what she said the only it, it all comes down to whether they believe him and he's a he's a he's a pretty unlikable person uh he's been caricatured uh, all over the place uh his pictures is always in a bad light and i think anything he says he could he could have said praise praise the lord and the jury would have said did you just hear that that shows he's guilty so the question is whether or not the jury would believe him not whether or not he believes he's innocent or not or whether he is it's a call the lawyers and, and he had to make. And most people agree with you that you should you should shout your innocence. But most, many lawyers say, don't take a chance. You're dealing with a jury. They can they can go either way. For They're the going to go either way anyway. Didn't, by him not testifying wasn't going to make him believe him. It should be incumbent I, I, on her to prove that it, that it happened and they couldn't. But either way, Brian, either way, the Giants' schedule comes out tomorrow. They should not go play any games because they're going to be playing against hostile teams. Come on. 
What do you expect? That's how it works. But the risk, the risk was, was too great. I, 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 I think they made the right decision. I disagree, but thanks for the call. I respect your opinion, but I disagree. Uh, again, you know, all right, so he claims he never met her. You're not testifying. You're testifying to the jury. You're testifying in court, but you're testifying to all the reporters and everybody outside the courtroom for their perception, which is he confronted his accuser. He looked his accuser in the eye. He said he didn't do it. He's got a dream team, excuse me, there to crack her story. So he, if he was going to be found guilty anyway, I'd rather be, if I'm going to be found guilty of something I didn't do, I'd rather go down with a fight. I'd rather go down swinging. Scott's in Huntington County on New Jersey 101.5. Scott, so. Hi there. I'm, uh, I'm appreciating this question quite a lot. Uh, Bob answered it first, and he said this thing about New York courts not being uh, potentially fair. Um, I want to point out that Trump has home field advantage. He's from Brooklyn. Right. So there's that. Also, I don't know what's wrong with New York courts or any other particular state's courts, so I don't even know the guy was talking about. I understand that's not your question. Your question is this other one. Again, I told you I love it. The question is, why wouldn't you do it? Well, you got nothing to lose. No good, no good reason. Yeah. yeah. Which, which means what? What is the conclusion you got to draw from that? You've got nothing. To, you're the first guy on my side. <laughs> You've got nothing to lose. If you're going to go down anyway, go down swinging and let the people in, you know, when the testimony comes out somewhere, it'll be released by somebody. And the American people look at it and say, you know what? He, he, he stood up for himself. He defended his rights. He looked his accuser in the eye and he proclaimed his innocence. And based on what I heard him say, or based on what I heard him handle the lawyer, he's handled every tough interview in the world so far as president right they they were coming after him tooth and nail he couldn't handle this this girl's this woman's lawyer i mean come on he would look much better for testifying than he does by not testifying and then after the fact going on television going on twitter and screaming i didn't do it where it makes no difference i appreciate your leadership point uh this is this is going to be a leader if he gets back in and he can't lead himself through his own uh defense that doesn't make sense all right scott thanks for the call to new jersey 101.5 despite that he's still a better choice than biden i mean despite and the people with and, and you know what that's what the washington post abc news poll said if he ran today he would still be biden because not because he's that good but because biden's that bad we're in trouble is this the time could this be the time 2024 when like a libertarian candidate or somebody from outside the two big parties takes a run and actually wins you know uh some young guy like uh, as dennis the young once sang in rock the paradise fast you know was it uh fast talking hard work and son of a gun straight talking hard work and son of a gun right <laughs> Fast talking is 2023. Straight talking, hard work, and son of a gun. Uh, go go Google Rock in the Paradise. I have to explain to Ryan later what that song was. Did you ever hear Rock in the Paradise? You did not. Okay. You did. I talked to Chuck in Sayreville on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Chuck. Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you? First of all, I normally agree with you, but I have not agreed with you today. That's okay, Chuck. We can still be friends. I'll still send sausage and peppers to your house, Chuck. It's okay. Hey, I want kibasi too. Okay. You got it. <laughs> what are you but, thinking? Uh, uh, I'm thinking that uh, people, Trump didn't show up to that place because it's too stupid. 
for him to even show up to it. Five million dollars okay? he there's lost. A gold dig- there's a gold digger out there, mm. and it was too stupid for him to even show up to that. And also, the best president, Roosevelt. Right. The Democrats put Roosevelt as a vice president, and McKinney was the president. Mm. They want Roosevelt to stay behind the pitcher, but McKinley ended up getting shot. So now Roosevelt became the president. He also demanded that we would dig a Panama Canal. He just said, yo, I'm taking the Panama Canal. All right, all right, all right, Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. That's got nothing to do with this. But thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Stay focused on two presidents at a time. 1-800-283-101.5. Donald Trump uh, was found liable for sexually abusing advice columnist E. Jean Carroll in 1996, and she was awarded $5 million. Should he have testified? Looked his accuser in the eye in open court, and testified. I say yes. What do you say? Spring is finally here. You're back outside doing what you love the most. Is pain holding you back? Don't you want to enjoy life without pain? Well, you need to go to Trinity Rehab. Trinity Rehab can help. Pain or even age is no excuse. Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you've ever tried. No prescription needed. Same day appointments. Fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions, and no prescription is needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like their newest ones in Woodbridge, Flemington, Toms River, and Walm, so you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. Breakfast hours this summer. You take a shortcation. New Jersey 101.5, giving you free Jersey shortcation to the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Listen in 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for a secret code word. Enter it on the New Jersey 101.5 app to win your Jersey shortcation. There's three winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsor, Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Book your summer escape today at Hard Rock Hotel Casino in Atlantic City. City.com. That's Hard Rock Hotel, Atlantic City.com. You could win a free shortcation. Good luck from New Jersey 101.5. Should he or should he not have testified Donald Trump at the trial that found him liable for sexual abuse to the tune of $5 million? Let's go to uh, Ruben is in Sayerville on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Ruben. Hey, Big Steve. What's going on, bud? Not much, pal. How are you? <laughs> good, good. What do you think? You know, my thought is this, right? I don't think it would have made a difference. Like, if Trump would have had the Pope go in there and, and testify on his behalf, right. it would have made a difference. It would have. Because if that happened, and people would then say, he's got to be innocent. He had the Pope go in there and say he didn't do it, as opposed to doing nothing. It's not really... Uh, it, they would have they fried him anyway. I mean, come on. you know. But that's why way. you go in, because you go down swinging, and the people see you go down swinging. And maybe you say something in your testimony that spurs someone's thought process to say, you know, he didn't do it. I believe him. Based on what I heard in that mm-hmm. testimony, I believe him. It's not about what the jury thinks. It's the court of public opinion. It's the country. I guarantee you that his lawyer said, 
just stay home. Forget about it. And I guarantee it's bad. It's bad legal advice, Rube. <laughs> Come on, buddy. All right, buddy. All right. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. Let's go to Neil's in Kendall Park on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Neil. Hi, Steve. How are you? Good. How about you? I'm not too bad. What so, are you thinking? You know, it was good for him not to testify because, frankly, I personally, I think Trump is just dumb. He's certainly arrogant, and yeah. he never knows when to stop talking. Right. So... If, I think if he if he actually testified, the full rape charge would have ended up sticking because he would have said something that put his foot in his mouth. But if that's the case, heavy, he got where he is by testifying and putting his foot in his mouth. Yeah, but now you're dealing with uh, a judge who's not giving him slack, you know. And I, I think that look, I think his uh, his deposition is what torpedoed his case. You know, all the more reason why he should have gotten on the stand. Neil, all the more reason. never met the girl. Again, but that's my point. And, and they showed a picture that he said, oh, she's not my type, but she looks like Marla Maples. Then he's got to explain, but he's got to explain that on the stand. That's what I'm saying. We got to, with everything that you're saying, you're just making my argument to put him up there. Well, I think the, the, the premise that you had was, that he is, what if he wasn't guilty? Right. Flip the question around. What if he was guilty? All the more reason. Not to testify? <laughs> all the more reason why he's got to go up there with the biggest line, with the best line of BS that money could buy, and he's got the money to buy it. Neil, thanks for the call. Uh, let's go to Peter in Lawrence on New Jersey 101.5. Hello, Peter. Hello, Stephen. You know, you remember when Bill Clinton said, I did not have sexual relations with that woman? Right. If he had said that in court, that would have been perjury. You see, people uh, pe people get a lot more credibility when they have a Bible under their hand, right? True. That's why he's got to testify. Is, I think his lawyer should not have let him because they would have done cross-examination. Mm -hmm. And if he had said the wrong thing, it's a program of integrity. That's why he's got to do it. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. All right, Mike, Rob, hang on. We'll take this into the next hour. I believe if Donald Trump claims he's innocent, as he said, the verdict is a disgrace, a continuation of the greatest witch hunt of all time. I have absolutely no idea who this woman is. Then if that's what you believe and that's the truth, then you get up, on, you get your ass on that witness stand and you shout it from the rooftops and you tell the world. And if that is the truth, and the lawyers are coming at you, your defense team, her defense team, you look your accuser in the eye, and you testify. That's what I think the leader of the free world should do. So your thoughts, should he have testified? And regardless of this, regardless of the $5 million judgment, regardless of uh, the election, regardless of anything else, would you still vote for him as president over Joe Biden, whom he's now leading in a Washington Post ABC News poll? New Jersey 101.5 is available on demand. Never miss your favorite show ever again. Download or open our free app and click on demand to hear our talk shows instantly. Yeah, yeah. Talk to me. Steve Ace, you and me, hanging out till 11 o'clock tonight. Goomba Johnny's calling about 9, 10. 
We got a comedy show uh, June the 10th, my wedding anniversary, with um, Fred Rubino, and uh, it's going to be at the uh, Buttonwood, at the uh, in Matawan, a fantastic comedy club. Uh, Mike Martucci's classic Comedy on the Lake stars Goomba Johnny with special guest Fred Rubino, all hosted by myself. And it's going to be a great night. I'm going to be giving away tickets for Trevia, Music, Movies, Television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. And uh, if you can't make that show, we've got Catch a Rising Star in the Princeton Hyatt Regency. Located on the lower level, you can have any show you want in the month of May. Visit catcharisingstar.com. All right, here's the deal. Uh, we talked in the last hour about whether or not Trump should have testified at his uh, sexual abuse trial, which cost him $5 million. I say he should have. Practically everybody that called in say you shouldn't have. And the uh, argument that I made is if you didn't do it, you're claiming you didn't do it. You're claiming you never met the woman. If somebody accused me of something that I didn't do through and through and I know I didn't do it. I would be shouting it from the rooftops. I would want to look my accuser in the face. I would have the legal dream team attack. I would say, you know, let's put this let's put this out of the way so that this never happens again. That if you mess with me, if you accuse me of something I didn't do, there's going to be hell to pay. And having said that, here's what I would like to do this hour. Forget about Trump. Forget about politics. Forget about Biden. He already did. Uh, let me ask you this. Have you ever been accused of something that you didn't do? Have you ever been accused of something that 100% you didn't do? You had nothing to do with. You had the perfect alibi. This is a total lie, a total fabrication. What was it? If you want to be anonymous, I don't care. What was it? What did you do about it? Were you ever able to prove your innocence? 1-800-283-101.5. I would love to hear that story. Because I'm telling you, like when, I, when, when he tweets out, I never met the woman. I have absolutely no idea who this woman is. This verdict is, uh, is a disgrace, blah, 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 blah. You can tell everybody afterwards. But what if, he, you know, what if he's right? What if he really didn't do it? And I'm not saying, I'm just asking. Have you ever been accused of something? That you didn't do. Court of public opinion, your friends, everybody, right? But you know you're innocent. You know you didn't do it. What was it? How did you handle it? As a matter of fact, if you want to come on here, you know, uh, and tell everybody, here's another chance for you to proclaim your innocence. Because you hate when that happens. It's the most frustrating thing. I mean, it's one thing, like I said, you can, if you're kind of in the middle, there's that gray area, maybe I did, maybe I didn't, well, I kind of did, but I don't want anyone to know I did, and you got enough BS to smooth it over, that's one thing. But have you ever been accused of something that you absolutely, positively did not do? You can't even believe that you're being accused of this. And then the second part, shoe of that is, oh my God, I'm actually telling the truth. Oh my God, I'm actually right. And how far did you go with the truth? Did the truth set you free? Was the lie ever uncovered? Did your, was your innocence ever proclaimed? 1-800-283-101.5. You know, it's one thing to be accused of something and you're in that gray area or maybe you did, maybe you didn't. But imagine the frustration of being accused of something that you know you didn't do. 
Zane is in Morristown on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Zane. Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. What happened, Zane? So this is this is going back a little ways. I was in eighth grade. I was in marching band for the high school, right. and there were four of us in my middle school. And one of my best friends was with me. He had lost his cell phone. Right. And I helped him look for it. Uh, never found it. Never thought anything of it. Like three months pass. And uh, then my mom gets a phone call. And she chats for a little bit, hangs up, and she says, Zane, did you, do you remember when Joe lost his phone? And I was like, yeah, what, why? And she's like, oh, well, they found it at school. And I said, oh, great. Okay, cool. Right. And they told me later that uh, they thought I stole it, which was interesting because I helped him look for it for Get 30 out. minutes. And he, and he was one of my best friends. Wow. So, uh, it became this whole thing. His mom was an aide at school. Right. Um, one of my friends caught her talking to the principal in the hallway saying, oh, I have my suspicions about Zane. Get but out. He told me that, and I was very confused. Right. Um, and his dad was a police officer, so it got a whole whole dramatic thing throughout class, and it became like a, a laughing stock throughout school, but it was funny. So Never how did you proclaim your, how did they, did you prove your innocence? Did you prove that you didn't do it? Uh, I told them I would do fingerprints, but uh, nothing, nothing really came of it. DNA? Um, yeah, I, I said, I'll do DNA. That's fine. Did, yeah, did nothing it, really came of it, but uh, I just, obviously I stopped being his friend, but it just kind of became a funny joke over time. That sucks. And did, did they ever, like, to this day, do they believe you? Um, that kind of gives you my honestly, answer. I, I that kind of gives you my answer. To me every day in in the hallway, and then she just gave me the cold shoulder after that. So oh. I'm willing to bet that he just lost it and then found it and then said it was stolen. Now he's got. He's too embarrassed now. But yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Oh, that sucks. And the whole good and the friendship. You guys were best friends, and the friendship goes out the window now. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, that sucks. Zane, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Have you ever been accused of something, anything, and you didn't do it? What did you do? And did, did it ever, like, did the truth ever come out? Did your innocence ever get proven? Give me your story. 1-800-283-101.5. Tell you what I'm going to do. Give me your story. The best story, I'll give you a pair of tickets to the comedy show. Okay, I'll give you a pair of tickets to the comedy show of your choice. You can either go June 10th uh, to uh, Buttonwood Manor or you can go to uh, any show in the month of May to catch a rising star. I'll give you a pair of tickets. All right? The best story. Only one winner in this time. So give me the story where you were found innocent. I'm sorry. Give me the story where you were accused of something you didn't do. Zane, call back. I'll throw you in the hopper. 1-800-283-101.5. What could be more frustrating? You know, I watched A Fugitive with David Jensen, falsely accused of the murder of his wife. This poor guy comes home. He has an argument with his wife. He comes home. He finds the dead. Next thing you know, he's in handcuffs. Next thing you know, he's in court. Next thing you know, he's getting sentenced to death. Next thing you know, the train derails. How the train derailed, and that broke the handcuffs and got him away, I don't know. But I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, because I'm that guy. 
You know, it was a Quinn Martin production. You can't go wrong. 1-800-283-101.5. But we all have that story, okay? I got a pair of comedy tickets riding on this. I want to know the time you were accused of something and you didn't do it. Oscar Madison is innocent. Have you been thinking about adding a pet to your family? My friends at Pet Center in Old Bridge know exactly how to match you with the perfect pet. They have a large selection of quality puppies from USDA licensed and inspected breeders. When you bring home a Pet Center puppy, you get the most comprehensive guarantees in the market. Up-to-date vaccines, five generations of pedigree, and a complete homecoming kit. They have a large selection of small animals, reptiles, birds, and tropical fish. Visit them in the shops at Old Bridge on Route 9 or at PetCenterNJ.com. Today is fast traffic. New Jersey weather brought to you by Maple Leaf Farms in Manalapan, one of the largest garden centers in New Jersey. They sell wholesale to the public. They grow what they sell with the largest selection of tropicals, hanging plants, annual flats, roses, and so much more. Visit MapleLeafFarmNJ.com. Their prices are insane. You know what's insane? When you get accused of something and you didn't do it. Has it ever happened to you? 1-800-283-101.5. Give me your story and the best story get your choice of a pair of tickets to uh, the great New Jersey comedy show Michael Martucci's classic comedy on the lake June 10th at MJ's at the Buttonwood Manor featuring uh, Goomba Johnny who's going to call in at 910, Freddie Rubino and myself and you can get tickets for that at myconcerts.net or catch a rising star on the Princeton Hyatt Regency located uh, any show in the month of May on the lower level catcharisingstar.com give me the story where you were falsely accused, Dara is in Spring Lake on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Dara. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? I am great. I am great. Um, so this happened about 35 or 37 years ago. Right. I worked in a restaurant um, down here at the shore, and I was a cashier, but I also worked in the office. And one day I was just sitting at my desk, minding my own business, doing my work, and somebody called the office and was talking to the big boss. Right. Or not to, no, not to the big boss, to the lady who was like in charge of the cashiers. Okay. And when she hung up the phone, uh, she did tell the boss and the boss was behind me. And the boss said, who was the cashier that day? And the, you know, like I said, Steve, I'm sorry. It was like 35, 37 years ago. But the woman that was working started tapping on the um, filing cabinet. Right. And, and she just kept tapping. And I thought, don't turn around. Don't turn around, Dara. She's talking about you. And all of a sudden, the big boss said, Dara, could you come in the office for a moment with me? Uh-huh. And I said, sure. And I walked in the office. She closed the door. And the situation was that a customer had called. Right. He had paid on a credit card. And remember back then, you used one of those sliders. Yeah. So, I guess after he got his credit card receipt back, somebody filled in a tip and got the cash. Well, long story short, they they accused me until they started to investigate who was working during those shifts. And what they found out was that the bartender on certain days, there was there was no cashier in the restaurant because it just wasn't busy. So you would cash out to the cashier at the bar. And he was the one who was Ah. done it multiple times but this was the first guy who had bothered to check his credit card statement and so uh, you know i can't say obviously the guy's name but bartender a Uh was making a killing 
filling in the cash tips. And I, I but I was a kid. I was, and they accused you. I was so scared and so embarrassed. And I thought, my God, what did I do wrong? Uh. But I hadn't done it. Like I said, the, the guy at the bar had done it. So thank God I, I did not get in trouble. Did you, uh, but did they do anything like apologize or maybe give you a few dollars or something like as a, as an I'm sorry? Definitely no money. Definitely no money. But like I said, so many years ago, I don't remember. I'm sure they did apologize. I'm not, I'm not. Now you'd remember the apology. I probably would, but I will tell you this about, like I said, I was a cashier. I worked in the office. I worked my way up there. I was a hostess. Mm -hmm. And when I felt that I was not being paid enough, I asked to see the big, big boss Mm -hmm. and I requested a raise and I got one. So it didn't scare me enough to put my tail between my, my legs and keep my head down. Mm -hmm. I knew that I was a good worker and I knew that I had good work ethic, even though I was a kid. And, and you didn't do it until I was in college. No, and I didn't do it. And thank goodness I, you know, I had that going for me that they could trace it back to who it was. Oh, that's a great story. I'm going to put you in the hopper, Daryl. Put you in the running for the tickets. Let's go to Joanna in Bridgewater under Jersey 101.5. Joanna, what happened? Uh, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. I'm driving back from, uh, from work to home. Um, it happened last year in September. Right. I'm a business manager, work for Clinica Spaces. Right. Um, so uh, I've been with them for not even two years yet. Um, when I started managing the business, um, we, it happened that we were very good. I'm managing two people in a couple of months. We're number one in the store. Um, and in the district, northeast and central uh, New Jersey, so we were doing very well. Right. Uh, one of my um, co-employees, she used to be a counter manager for clinic at Lord uh, and Taylor, which closed down. Right. So she was under my management, and it happened that I found out later on uh, she was trying to influence everyone to think that I'm stealing uh, products uh, and I'm giving them away to my clients. That's why I'm doing very well. So in the end, one of the co-employers, employees, uh, took me into security. I was in the interrogatory room for three hours. Three hours in the interrogating room? Three hours, yes. Three hours. How much would they think you were stealing? I don't know. Okay. I mean, that's a, that isn't just I took a bottle of cleaning fluid. That's a three hours. <laughs> I'd have confessed yeah. even if I didn't do it after three hours. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They were trying to, I don't know, they were trying to tell whatever they wanted me. Right. Yeah. They, they keep trying to break it down. Yeah. So they can, exactly. That, that was the point. Yeah. I was suspended for three days. Right. Ooh. Even though at the end, yeah, even though at the end they told me, oh, I would believe you, but you have to be suspended. I think I'd like you're going to have a um, couple of days of vacation. Um, so what, did they clear your I, name? Excuse me? Did they clear um, your name? Yes, they did. Yeah, they they, they pushed it over to a top uh, upper management, uh, the security management. Right. Um, they called me in, um, everything, my, my, my name was cleared, um, out, um, but 
when I came back uh, yeah. to work, I find out that a lot of um, testers, we have testers uh, to put on people right. uh, to try them, that's the cosmetics uh, department. And I find out a lot of testers which were made for um, my um, executive. Right. Uh, and it was um, left in our spa room. Everybody right. forgotten about that. And probably they were thinking that I had stolen that tool or I, I gave it away to clients. I don't know what they were thinking. Um, very, very disgusting situation. Uh, uh, it was very... Uh, stressful to me. All right, Joanne, I'm going to I'm going to put you in the hopper for that. That's a long story and three hours in the interrogating room. Hold on, one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Greg's in Princeton. He's got a story. He's got a story. I want to hear. Have you ever been falsely accused of something? And uh, how did it play out? Did they? Uh, were you able to prove your innocence? Have you ever been falsely accused of anything there? No, no. I'm sure it's coming, but no, not yet. Okay, when it does, <laughs> right here. Uh, it's 8.30. Now the latest New Jersey news from in it's New Jersey 101.5. Weather brought to you by Ray Katana Auto Group. Experience the unmistakable luxury of the 2023 Porsche Macon, at least for $7.99 a month for 24 months. At Ray Katana Porsche in Edison, 5488 due with signing to qualified buyers, tax licensing, registration fees extra. Details at RayKatanaPorsche.com. Steve Trevelisse, 1-800-283-101.5. Have you ever been accused of something that you absolutely positively did not do? President Trump uh, tweeting out after his uh, sex trial. Uh, cost him $5 million, uh, sexual abuse. Uh, I want to know from you, Have you? he claims that he didn't do it. And he said he never even met the woman. Okay, have you ever been falsely accused of something that you didn't do? Gregory's in Princeton under Jersey 101.5. Hey, Greg. Hello. Gregory, how are you? Uh, pretty good, Steve. How are you? All right. This is going to be a great story. What? Tell me what happened. Well, it goes back a long way, back in 1978. Right. I was 17 years old, just turned 17 years old, actually, that January. And there was a police officer that was murdered in the city of Newark. Right. Um, me being basically in the wrong place at the wrong time or with the wrong crowd, should I say. Right. Uh, my name was given to the police department. I was arrested. I was tried and convicted, and I spent 15 years of my life in prison for a crime I did not commit. Oh, my God. Yes, sir. Are you out now? I've been out since 1993. What happened? So you got to tell me more. Tell me this story. So First of all, you got to be, you can't believe this is happening as it's happening, right? Absolutely taken aback. I mean, it, it just took, literally took my life from me. I never expected anything like that. Even though, like I said, I was with the wrong crowd, right. but I wasn't committing crime, so to speak. Just hanging out as a young kid, you know, doing stupid stuff, mm -hmm. but never anything like that. And when it actually, when, when I knew nothing about it, I didn't even know what had taken place right. until um, I was, I was uh, arrested for it. And it was a travesty. It was a travesty of justice. That, that's the best way I can put it, man. I mean, they took my life and... Unfortunately, nobody believed what I said. 
And now what happened, like, after, you know, 15 years in prison? I, I can't even imagine. And you can't get that back. What happened? How did they, how did they finally find out that you didn't do it? Okay, so the, the guy who did do it, um, well, the person who implicated me initially, right. uh, even, at that, even before my trial, had recanted and said he had lied, but the state was not hearing that. So they went on, they went on with the trial. And ironically, while I was in prison, I met two people who I never knew before who knew of me being in there, what I was there for, actually came to me and said they knew that I wasn't the one. And um, they kind of got involved with this. I don't know. There's an uh, organization in Princeton called Centurion Ministries run by a gentleman named Jim McCluskey. Right. They help innocent people get out of prison. And they took my case, mm-hmm. uh, uh, investigated for about five years while I was there. And ultimately got me out how about that how about that now how, how do you feel you bear any malice you know I, I there's no bitterness that's the best way i can put it there's no bitterness i mean you know people people do bad things all the time mm-hmm. and in that situation the state of new jersey did me a great injustice but um i can't hold it against anyone because that bitterness will only make me bitter so i refuse to do that no, absolutely. And you know what? Now, have you heard from any of the people who accused you, who put you away? Has anyone come back to apologize or say, you know, they were wrong or anything like that? No one. Not a, not one. And what are you doing now? I'm living my life. I have a good life. I, I'm married. I have children. I own a home. I am living a decent life. That's fantastic. You were able to turn your life around. Oh, yeah, most certainly. Uh, that, that, and it, like I said, the situation, I mean, being a young kid, I was 17 years old. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I mean, four years prior to that, I lost my mom. But it was just a bad, bad time. And the timing was just totally awful. But I can honestly say this, Steve, and I say this from a pure heart. It made a better person out of me. Oh, my God. You know, I, I can imagine. And I just, to hear your story, how old were you when you went in? I was 17. And you got out at 32? 32, yeah. And now you put it all behind you and you're going forward with your life? Most certainly. That is a hell of a story. Greg, uh, you know what? I, I don't need to take any more calls. I'm going to, but uh, you, you you need a comedy show because you need to laugh, Greg. And uh, I'm going to put you on hold and we're going to set you up with tickets to a comedy show, okay? Well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. I appreciate your call, and I appreciate you sharing that story. Uh, thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5, 1-800-283-101.5. We got Trevi coming up at 10. We're giving away a pair of tickets to a great New Jersey comedy show, Michael Martucci's classic comedy on the lake, Saturday, June 10th, or one show of your choosing at Catch a Rising Star at Prison. The June 10th show is at MJ's at the Buttonwood Manor. For tickets, you go to myconcerts.net. Goomba Johnny. He's going to be calling it in 910. He's going to be there. Freddie Rubino's going to be there. I'm going to be there. It's going to be hysterical. And uh, Catch a Rising Star, if you want to go there, located on the lower level of the Hyatt Regency. For show dates and information, visit CatchAriseStar.com. You can have any show in the month of May. So 1-800-283-101.5. I can't imagine. You know, I said I watched A Fugitive every week. I watched Greg here. He lived the story. Imagine being falsely accused of a crime you didn't commit and spending 15 years of your life in prison for a crime you didn't commit. 
Have you ever been falsely accused of something? You know, President Trump in his sexual abuse trial, uh, she uh, she went for rape and they ended up with sexual abuse and it cost him $5 million and uh, he did not rape anybody, the court said, but he claims he never even met her. He's falsely accused. I think he should have testified. A lot of people think he shouldn't, but that's beside the point. Have you ever been falsely accused of something? How did it play out? How did it work out? 1-800-283-101.5. Deb of the grace of God is Greg from Princeton, able to live his life after being uh, put away for 15 years for a crime he did not commit. New Jersey, 101.5. Steve Trevelisse. New Jersey weather brought to you by Master Attic. Hearing noises in your attic or smell something coming up from your crawl space, you need Master Attic. They do it all. Seal off road and entry points, remediate any damaged insulation, install new insulation. Go to masterattic.com or call them at 800-285-4009. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. Steve Trevelis. We got Trevia coming up at 10. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. But right now, uh, President Trump says uh, he was falsely accused in his uh, sexual trial, his abuse trial, uh, has to pay $5 million. So uh, have you ever been falsely accused of something? How did it work out for you? Curtis is in North Brunswick. What's up, pal? What's up, buddy? How you doing, my friend? Okay, yes, I have. What happened? I went to jail. And I was driving, one t- driving dirty. I went to jail, and uh, they got the name wrong. Oh, yeah. Curtis Austin, but we had two Curtis Austins. Oh, my and God. It was being raped. You got accused of rape, and you were the wrong guy, and they got the wrong guy? Yes. So when I went but when I went to the court, they told me to change my name to K. What? I went through it. Yep, they told me to change my name. So what happened? When I got to the judge, they said, no, you can't be there because the other guy is inside the other, uh, the other jail. So it can't be you. Oh, man. You got, first of all, how scared were you when this whole thing started? I was very scared. My wife was outside. I could see her from out the jail waiting for me. Uh-huh. She said, sir, Curtis, something's wrong. She said, you, you, uh, are you a rapist? I got accused wrongly. Oh, man. So, so what happened? They let me loose. The judge told her, hey, this not Curtis because the other Curtis is somewhere else. And they got the guy that did it? Yeah. He was in jail. Oh. Did they did they give you like an apology or anything? Yeah, just slap on the waist and yeah, you can go free. Oh man. Man, I'm sorry that happened to you. That's that you had to be scared to death. I was scared to death. I don't go to jail. No. Nah. Hey, good thing you're out. Curtis, thanks for the call to New Jersey one oh one point five. 1-800-283-101.5. Imagine being accused of something. If you've ever been accused of something and you know that you know that you know that you're innocent, give me a call. Tell me what happened. We had a guy accused of murder, spent 15 years in jail uh, until he got out. Ministries got him out in Princeton, turned his life around. Uh, that's one story. We had another story of a woman who was uh, accused of uh, filling in the tips on the checks. What's your story? Curtis, imagine being accused of rape and your wife is outside and you know you didn't do it. I mean, it's got to be scary.
1-800-283-101.5. But this goes back to where, you know, when you know you didn't do it, you want to shout from the rooftops. You want to clear your name. You want the world to know that you're innocent. And as far as the uh, Donald Trump trial, he's being accused of rape. The court says he didn't rape. Then he's being accused of sexual abuse and uh, fined, or he's found liable for sexual abuse and fined $5 million. So it's like, if that were me, and I were not, and he claims, he tweets out later and he's uh, speaking, if he, you know, that he never met the woman, that uh, this, he didn't do it, he never met the woman. Well, if that's the case, wouldn't you want to be in open court? Wouldn't you want to look your accuser in the eye? Just to, just, if anything else, just to have, if it's really not true, then to, you know, and you want to be the leader of the free world. Then to look your accuser in the eye, proclaim your innocence in front of her, in front of the lawyers, in front of your lawyers, the dream teams, the American people. And regardless of what goes on in the courtroom, it's what goes on in the court of public opinion. The fact that you testified, the fact that tape would be later released where people could look into your eyes. People could, if you can, people could look into that little face and find out and determine for themselves whether or not you are telling the truth. Alright, 1-800-283-101.5 Trevi is coming up. Uh, we got tickets to give away. Uh, the boys will be coming in shortly. Goomba Johnny's coming out at 9-10. We've got a pair of tickets to see the great New Jersey comedy show, Michael Martucci's Classic Comedy on the Lake at MJ's at the Buttonwood Manor, Saturday, June 10th. It's going to be Goomba Johnny with special guest Fred Rubino. I'm going to be hosting it. For information, you go to myconcerts.net or catch a rising star in the Princeton Hyatt Regency. Any show in the month of May, catch risingstar.com. Do you know New Jersey 101.5 is available on smart speakers? Listen at home by saying, play New Jersey 101.5. Whatever gets you through the night. It's all right. It's all right. right. We'll get you through the night. We'll get you through the night. 1-800-283-101.5. You and me and Gemini is here. And Jeffrey Paul is here. And Justin Gonzalez will be here later. And uh, we got Trevia coming up at 10. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. And uh, if you get the question right, multiple choice question, you're going to get a pair of tickets to see an incredible comedy show. Michael Martucci's Classic Comedy on the Lake, Saturday, June 10th at MJ's at the Buttonwood Manor. Uh, it's going to be amazing. We got Goomba Johnny, special guest Fred Rubino. I'm going to be hosting it. You go to my con. Concerts.net for tickets. And uh, you know them from the television. You know them from the radio. You know them from the casinos, the clubs. And uh, currently touring with Anthony Rodia. Goomba Johnny. How you doing, pal? What's going on? Now, is it Anthony Rodia or Anthony Rodia? Rodia. <laughs> Rodia. Okay. You was, I saw you too. And I hurt myself. I had, two, I had two couples with me, friends of mine. They grew up in Union City, laughing their asses off at you. It was so funny. We went out to lunch later on, and we were telling another guy. And uh, my friend Jimmy Alberti was raving about you. You are hysterical. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, we've been touring the country for the past three and a half years. And, uh, it's really been uh, getting bigger and bigger, and uh, 
the response has been really overwhelming and I definitely feel blessed to, you know, to be doing what I love and, and getting paid for it. <laughs> How about that, right? And the last time I worked with you, it was you, me, and Gemini at a place in a casino in Delaware. I think it was Harrington, Delaware. Yes. Um, remember that? Uh, yes. yes. I, yeah. I, a lot of good stories. Yeah. A lot of good stories. Gemini's here. <laughs> a lot of good stories. <laughs> Little stories that not everybody, you know, always knows, you know. With but my Polish friends. <laughs> oh no oh my god yup and it was a club called shooting stars man and he, that's where it he, all began hold on john hold on did he ever t tell you the story uh. when somebody stole this pigeon <laughs> no tell me somebody stole your pigeons <laughs> i don't know which story he knows <laughs> well he's a magic act and you have yeah. A pigeon and somebody stole your bird. <laughs> I, I might have just misplaced them. <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, sometimes, you know, we did drink back then a little bit. You know? yeah, sometimes you made things disappear for real. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, great yeah. to hear, man. That show you guys are doing, man. I wish I could be part of that sometime, but I'm not going to be there. But you guys, that's so awesome. And you got Rabino with you, too. Freddie is so funny, man. Yeah. I have to tell you. I mean, he his comedy when after he tells a joke, and uh, half of the time I'm saying, I can't believe he just said that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I mean that in a positive way. He's he's just a naturally funny, funny guy, and he keeps getting better and better and better. And uh, I'm really looking forward to this show. It's a great venue. Um, it's a great lineup. Oh, we're going to have a blast. Yeah, it's a great opportunity for people to come out and have a really good time and have a few laughs and forget about all their problems. John, you know Jeff Paul? Um, yeah, sure. He's over here, too. Say hi, John. Hey, John, how are you? Good. How's everything? Good. You, I got, you got a full house there. Huh? When you came in, John, it was just going to be me and you, and they were like, oh, Goomba Johnny's coming yeah, on. They all wanted to come down and oh, talk listen, to you, John. It, it's a great show. You, Freddie, and uh, Steve work with all of you guys. Quick question. Uh, will there be any Italian material on the show? <laughs> uh, no, they actually, no. <laughs> actually, there there'll be no Italian jokes. No Italian. No, I, I just, I just wanted to double check, you know, because I, I, I want to get some tickets, and uh, you know, I do like uh, yeah. good Italian humor. You know, it's funny that you, it's funny that you say that because uh, you know, like, uh, you know, we've been traveling for three and a half years, and you're constantly changing your act. Right. And I'll, you know, I'll, I'll write something different and, you know, do something that's a little bit more contemporary. And after the show, somebody will come up to me and go, how come you didn't do this? How come you didn't do this? I said, well, that's, you know, I said, that's kind of like, I've been doing that for a while. And he goes, no, you don't understand. I came to hear that joke. Oh. And I'm like, oh. You know, and it's like, I remember, and it made me think back. I went to an Aerosmith concert uh -huh. and they had a new album come out. And people didn't want to hear it. They just were playing sweet emotion, sweet emotion, yeah. sweet emotion. And, you know, it's like you forget. You uh -huh. know, people, want to, people want to hear their favorites, you know, even if you get tired of doing them, you know. Richard Jenny told me this once. I had him on the show. And I first got the job at Catch a Rising Star uh, as the house MC. And when I first got the job, I had Jackie Mason on the show. And Jackie Mason was telling people that he never repeated a joke. 
I would never repeat the joke. Why would I? Why would I give you the same food? I never repeat the joke. And it scared the hell out of me because I'm thinking now every week I got to write 90 minutes of new material. So the right. following week I had Richard Jenny on. And I said to him, I, I told him that story. He goes, first of all, it's BS. He always repeated jokes. And secondly, he goes, your jokes are your songs. I do five, I've done five HBO specials. People expect me to go out and do that material. And if you got a great bit, and he said about the Taliban, and you don't right. do it, people are going to get upset. And your material, that stuff you do with the telephone. I mean, you, you and your niece, and when you talk about, you know, like explaining our generation to that generation... It's just flat out hysterical. You got to do it. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's it, what I do is I keep on adding on to the bit, mm -hmm. and you know, you, you know, you change it, and you know, it, it's just you just got to keep it contemporary, and and um, you know, just just try and put your best foot forward. But I got a funny Richard Jenny story. Tell me. Um, I was working at Caroline's. They, the Caroline's called me up and they said, "We want you to open up. We want to do a two-man show. You and Richard Jenny." Right. And I, I said, you know, they go and, you know, the manager, Lewis says, you know, look, you know, be careful with Richard. You know, he's you know, he's a little different. You know, he's a tremendous performer, but, you know, he, he could get he could be a little touchy. Right. So I came and I did the thing and, you know, the weekend, everything went well. And then Monday comes and the manager, Caroline Lewis, calls me up. He goes, Johnny, I got to tell you something. Richard Jenny loves you. I don't know what you did, but he wants to work with you again. So he goes, I, what happened? I said, Lewis, I came in, I took your advice. I said, hello. And that was the only thing I said to him the whole weekend. Was the whole weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and he, goes, he goes, he loves you. He loves you. I, I said, I never spoke to him. I don't, I don't even know if he knows my name. That's great. <laughs> He was so funny. He was so funny. And, and, and you know, and you are so funny. I got to ask you, because Martucci told me about this. You interviewed Michael Jackson? Oh, several times. And I got to meet him because, you know, when we were at KTU, Frankie Blue was a personal friend of his. And uh -huh. he, used to, he used to stay at his house in, at the Neverland Ranch with his family. You know, I mean, he knew him that well. Wow. And, um, um, yeah, we, we got to... Uh, uh, see him, and he ca he called me up for my birthday. Really? I hung up on him. <laughs> you hung up on him. Well, yeah. It's a, it, it's a st what happened was uh, I normally work in the mornings, and my birthday fell on a Saturday, and mm. they were having a big birthday party for me in the city. So Frankie said, "I want you to go on work by yourself uh, on Saturday and promote your gig." He goes, "I'm really proud of you. You're doing really well." So I went in and I was used to having a full staff. I'm there by myself and I'm playing the music and I'm falling behind. Right. And you know, they have a hotline in the studio and 25 oh, yeah. other additional lines and the hotline rings and it's Frankie. Right. right. And he goes, look, I, I want to thank you, you know, for this past year. He goes, you're just doing fair. I said, Frank, I'm falling behind. Do me a favor. I said, um, get, you know, call me back in about, in about 10 minutes. Right. He goes, okay. So five minutes later, the phone rings and he goes, hello? Yeah. And he goes, Kumba Johnny? I said, yeah. He goes, this is Michael Jackson. He goes, and I just want to tell you, I want to thank you for, for playing the records and, you know, saying nice things about me. And I'm like, who is this? He goes, this is Michael Jackson. I said, look, dude, I don't need my balls broken. And I hung up the phone. Right? Uh -huh. So 
I didn't think anything. And two minutes, I thought it was one of the other jocks. Right. So, so three minutes later, I get a call. It's Frankie. He goes, did you just hang up on Michael Jackson? <laughs> I said, what do you mean, Michael Jackson? Because Michael Jackson called you to wish you a happy birthday, and you hung up on him. He goes, I said, well, have him call back. He goes, he ain't calling back. He ain't calling back. <laughs> <laughs> ain't calling back. <laughs> so, oh, man. Johnny, thanks so much for coming on, man. I got to hit the traffic. I can't wait to work yeah. with you. We're going to have a blast. Yes, we're looking forward to it. People, get your tickets now. You got it. Absolutely. It's going to be go to myconcerts.net. Johnny, I'll see you on the 10th. Thanks again, my friend. Can't wait. Got it. 1-800-283-101.5. Here's New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. 8-8. E-Veterans. This summer, you take a shortcation. New Jersey 101.5 is giving you free Jersey shortcation to the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Listen in 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for a secret code word. Enter it on our New Jersey 101.5 app or win your Jersey shortcation. There's three winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsor, Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Book your summer escape today at hardrockhotelatlanticcity.com. You could win a free shortcation. Good luck. From New Jersey, 101.5. I should have had you sing. I got I got the Queen music underneath me. <laughs> I got Justin Gonzalez. And instead of him, I should have, I should have had you read the commercial as Freddie Mercury <laughs> over the Lady Gaga. I, I, I don't the have, Lady I, Gaga. I, I don't have the teeth for it, darling. I yeah. could say it would have been nice, right? It would have been nice. <laughs> yes. Here, hold on. I got to get the... I don't have the music now. It's, it's, it's the bill with this past. For me to go into this system, take me an hour and a half to dredge it up again. <laughs> Gemini is here. Hello, everybody, and it's good to have on our fans with us this time. Yes. And, uh, and it's really great that you're doing that show coming up with some friends. We're Goomba. We, the Goomba. The Goomba and, and Freddie. Uh, Fred even grew up with him. He you was from grew my up high with school. Freddie, yeah? He was in my high school. He graduated in my year. Oh, yeah? yeah but yeah, the two but, of you got your GEDs. What? Oh, no. Oh, my God. Was that the letters? I didn't even know the letters. Yeah, yeah he drew Sparky yeah, well, yeah, he, he <laughs> on the matchbook. Gemini didn't graduate because he couldn't spell GED. <laughs> All right, so then you know I got the real thing. Uh -huh. uh, did you hear what happened at the Taylor Swift concert? The uh, Taylor Swift concert where uh, it was raining and the people, the, the people at the Taylor Swift concert had to uh, shelter for like four hours in the pouring rain. And they were throwing up on each other because they were so close together. And uh, this is this like from 5.30 till 9.30. Sounds like the Holocaust. I'm telling you, from <laughs> swarms of concert goers and uh, fans, right, uh, of, uh, showed up to Nashville's Nissan Stadium on Sunday for night three of uh, uh, Taylor Swift's concert. And what happened was they were sheltered in place for close to four hours due to severe stormy weather. That's a, you cancel the show at this point. No, no, no. Because here's what happened. They didn't cancel the show. And then she comes on at 10 o'clock and proceeds to play until 2 o'clock in the morning. That's ridiculous. And it went from one of the worst concerts. For people, it went from like one of the worst concerts to one of the best concerts they've ever done. Could you imagine it? Well, I, I couldn't imagine spending that kind of money to go see Taylor Swift, but that's why you stayed. <laughs> I mean, I mean, not not just uh, that much money, but then to do so covered in vomit. Well, <laughs> why, I mean, why they had, uh, vomiting? No, because I guess they were so they were claustrophobic. They were so close together. They were having panic attacks. But, but the standing, like out, the standing out, not freezing. her, the people in the, the I know, concert. The people, crowd. the people in the concert crowd are She's standing got people. out. 
are standing out there for four and a half hours in, yeah. in, in thunderstorm conditions. Yeah. Swarms of concert goers who showed up to Nashville's Nissan Stadium on Sunday for night three of the pop stars' Eras uh, uh, tour events were forced to shelter in place for close to four hours due to severe stormy weather. An attendee tells Page Six exclusively that the restless crowd had to remain under covered areas or otherwise outdoor in, of the otherwise outdoor stadium, including various ramps and concessions. When we arrived, we were placed into a force shelter around 5.40, had to remain there without movement until 9.30. Fans were body to body with the rain and the wind hitting us from all sides, they said. The rain pooled around our feet as fans took their shoes off. And then she came out. It's all pictures of her, like, drenched. And she wouldn't stop, and she did four hours. I think that's just hot. I'm sorry. Don't you? You know what? You're stuck out there. You pay, and the entertainers doing it right there. Let's take it on. You know, like, uh, come on. Ah, oh, man, I think that's great. Yeah, you do what you Diana know. Ross does. You, you, you stay, drop rain. I'll I'm see not, you guys tomorrow night. Thank you very night. much. Thank you very much. Good night. <laughs> you smear my makeup. So, did they do anything for the fans, though? She did four hours. I asked, she did, did they a four-hour show. Right, but did they do anything for the fans? What do you mean, like pass out donuts and umbrellas and stuff? I did it not see anything nice. like maybe, that. Maybe a, a, a gift certificate for maybe a shirt or well, something? Well, they gave her a four-hour show. I didn't, hold on, hold but on, hold on, Taylor hold on. Swift. Uh, added bonus. They don't give me that. I didn't see anything that they did. The Lightning Advisory was issued just an hour before the Grammy winner's first opening act of the evening. They got rid of the opening acts. And she just came out by herself. I was a great adventure once. One of the first, my first dates with my uh, my now wife. Uh, and Eddie Money was playing the great arena. And we get there and it's pouring down rain. And we go, all right, you know what? It's over. They canceled the show. We're going to have dinner. We come out of what was then. Remember the best D- of the D- West? Denny, yes. You, you still don't like to get chicken fingers and fries. We came right? out of the best of the West <laughs> with that best of the West smell. <laughs> and uh, we hear music coming from the great arena. And we go in there, and it's raining. And there's Eddie on stage. And he's got a crowd of people around him in the rain. He's got no sound. He's just on stage by himself with a, like a, with a, like, with a make-believe like bike doing the show a cappella. Get out she of here. She was shaking. <laughs> oh, 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 it was great. I, I, that's, the, that's the kind of man Eddie Money was. Now, was anybody thrown up because they were so close together? No, no, no. Eddie was. <laughs> but, but I remember, I know exactly Elvis what you're talking threw about. Elvis because, because right by the best of the West, you had the log flume across oh, I the way. I used to work r- there. Runaway train, and then it, all the, in the corner you had the great arena. I was in charge of the grounds crew at that point. I was in charge of all the garbage in that area. My job was to get people to dump it. Hold on, it's 9.30. Now the latest New Jersey traffic instant weather. Every 15 minutes on New Jersey. 101.5. Steve Trevelis. Gemini, Justin Gonzalez, Jeffrey Paul, and uh, a guy we like to call Ryan Boucher. Are you ready? So. All right, hold on. We got to get rid of. We got to get rid of uh, Lenny and the boys. I've got news for you. Excellent news. Now it's time for headlines and trev lines. Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. Actually, it's as only Ryan can. (laughs) And it's as only as well as you guys can. 
So Dolly Parton's got some big news. She so, does. Yes. So a lot of people have a lot of problems with a lot of people that make it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And Dolly Parton did receive some pushback. Okay. So in an effort to, quote unquote, earn her place or earn her keep, she's releasing her album Rockstar, which is 30 tracks long. And I got to go through some of these tracks with you guys. She's got, she's pulling out all the stops. Right. Here are some features we got here. And I don't know to what degree these features are going to be. Every Breath You Take featuring Sting. Open Arms with Steve Perry. So what, she's doing duets with these guys? Yeah. Uh, is she? I, yeah, I, I mean, so far, these are all real I know rocking, Paul and Ringo are on it. These are real rocking tracks. Yeah, but, really. By the way, you know who's producing the album? Who's producing the album? Is uh, John Five. You know this? Yeah. John yeah. Five is uh, now the new guitarist in Motley Crue. And prior to that, he was guitar player for Rob Zombie for years. So he does not fit the bill with this. But it just goes to show you how music transcends genres and age groups. I mean, this is a younger guy with, with a 76-year-old Dolly Parton yeah. doing these classic rock songs. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, you got to go look up the track listings, but other people on it. I know I mean, Paul and Ringo are both on it. Yeah, both Paul and Ringo on it. John Fogarty, Stevie Nicks, Mick Fleetwood. Is she going to sing Jett. with a little help from my friends? <laughs> Paul and Ringo on it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah uh, that's a natural. Elta Skelter. They're singing <laughs> Let It Be. Let It Be, really. Yeah, and they're going to have... Let uh, Me Be <laughs> in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> and they're going to have, of all these things, Freebird as well with uh, Gary Rossington, I oh, guess, uh, recorded tracks from him on there. So, What song is it you want to hear? <laughs> Freebird! <laughs> and then Dolly Parton starts And singing. Dolly Parton, right. Yeah. Uh, so at 79 years old, Robert De Niro has welcomed his seventh child. On a side note... Uh, what is it? Guns and Roses are going to do. Here you come again. <laughs> uh, okay, Robert De Niro has done what? He's come again um, to once again bring us a child. I guess he did. Robert De Niro is <laughs> a child. What? News of a child that is. Oh, Robert yes. De Niro is having a child. How old is he? I think he had it already. I think I think so. Well, yeah, he I, didn't. I, I remember <laughs> Mrs. But, De Niro. But do, do, do you remember this? How thing? old is he? Seventy-nine. Um, but do you remember when? A 71-year-old Tony Randall, Tony Randall had twins, and he, he lived like another five more years. But um, I thought he was 78 when he had the kids. No. He was I, don't, I don't think he even lived to 78. Tony Randall, yeah, because he, he lived late because people were, you know, people yeah. criticized him for yeah, that. I think, well, I think he was 71 when he had the kids, and he lived, he, I know he lived five years afterwards, and then he passed away. <laughs> so, I mean, what, I mean, what? I interviewed him. What is De Niro going to, you know, how, how long is he going to go? Oh, as long you know what, as, as long as those kids are happy. First of all, he gave them life, yeah. so it was either him or forget about it. Well, I guess, uh, yeah, I'm trying to see when did Tony? Eighty four. He, well, he lived to be eighty four. Yeah, in two thousand four. And when did he have the When did he have the kids? Before he died. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You know what? I'm glad. I'm glad I asked. Uh, the, 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 he had the kids at June nineteen ninety eight. And yeah. when did he die? Two thousand four. Two thousand four. So they, so they, they, they were about five years old. All right. So he was. He had the kids at seventy eight. Like I said. Okay. So, so, I, so I'm good at giving half the information. I <laughs> had I had Tony Randall on YSP, and he and Jack Klugman are doing the Odd Couple. And the reason that they did it was because Tony Randall nursed Jack Klugman back to health when Klugman had the vocal cord removed. Maybe you're talking like that. Yeah. So to repay him. 
Jack Klugman says, we're going to tour the odd couple. We're going to give all the money to his National Actors Society, this group, this theatrical group that Tony Randall What are they doing, the uh, Neil Simon play? The Neil Simon play. Wow. So now they're coming to Philadelphia, and I'm interviewing him for YSP. And I got him on, and I'm loving the interview, and we're just hitting it off. And he says after the interview, come visit us backstage. And I'm doing the updates on the Stern Show at the time, so I got to be back at 6 o'clock in the morning. So me and my then roommate, Ira Raff, who were referred to as the odd couple, we go to the show. We're sitting there. We're watching. And I'm, and I'm like, you know, I got to work the next morning. and I'm tired. And it's like a Monday night or whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, now I'm used to going backstage. I went backstage for Iron Maiden. You know, they don't come out to 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning. And you're sitting there, come on, I want to go home. Uh, so I'm thinking, these guys, I got to work. I'm not going to hang out all night. And then go back to Roosevelt and then come back down here. So let's go home. And then on the way home, I'm going up 295 and I'm saying to myself, you idiot. These are two 75-year-old men. They're probably going to come out stage with milk and cookies in about 30 minutes and go to bed. And you missed it. And to this day, I regret it. That I came this close to Tony freaking Randall. (laughs) These are two legends. I could have got the picture. I could have got the picture with Klugman and Randall. And I'm a huge Klugman fan. And uh, one of my biggest regrets was not hanging out and go. So from this point, whenever I get the opportunity to do anything, I make sure. I force myself. I make sure I do it because I got the story, you know? Yeah. How was the play? Oh, my God. It was. You know what? You forgot. The, same thing, the sad thing about Klugman was that he had one of the greatest voices. Could you imagine Jack Klugman replacing John Facenda doing NFL films? Imagine that voice yeah, that would- doing NFL films. He just had a way of selling things. He had a way of, yeah. of using his voice as a tool to convince. He could do anything. And, and, and he comes out like that and he can't talk. But within minutes, you put that away because he was still Oscar you know, Madison. In the movie, Mathau was a great he was. Oscar, too. You know, his son works you know, here. And that, yeah. Huh? I, you, you mentioned, I think, last week. But it's, um, it, it, it's a hard replacement. I mean, Klugman just nailed the role. And then... Uh, I mean, uh, if you uh, could pull uh, it off. Mathau uh, nailed the role, but Klugman kind of like made it his own. And I thought Tony Randall was the perfect uh, Felix. He you know, the he, first one he was? was he was better than uh, Arconi, right? Arconi, yeah. yeah, he was the first one. All right, one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point three. Fifteen minutes on New Jersey one hundred one point five. This Mother's Day, share with New Jersey one hundred one point five what your mama used to say. One lucky entry will win mom a pair of sparkling diamond stud earrings worth twenty five hundred bucks. Enter now on a New Jersey 101.5 free app or nj1015.com. Thanks to our sponsor, Earth Treasures Jewelers, Highway 35 and 36 in Eatontown, the name you know and trust for almost 50 years. This Mother's Day, tell us what Mommy used to say to win from New Jersey 101.5. All right. When last we left us, Gemini, Justin, Jeff, Ryan was giving us the news. So with the, the price of candy uh, going up in Israel because of a viral video, an American couple was caught last week trying to smuggle 375 pounds of fruit roll-ups stuffed into suitcases what? Uh, uh, at an airport near Tel Aviv. The price of candy is going up in Israel? Yeah, so um, a viral video posted on TikTok right. um, shows that you can take um, your fruit roll-up and freeze it and use it as a cone for ice cream. And really? um, so because of this, the price of it has gone up significantly in Israel. So here in the Why, U.S. Why, there's a cone shortage in Israel? 
I guess there must be an, a whole. So how much can you make with this? Because you gotta remember, you're gonna have to buy a plane ticket to Israel, to Israel, and then have a place to stay. Do you think what happens when they call the frost? Well, so here's the thing. Over here, it only costs like fifty cents for a single roll. Right. But over there, right now, it's going at about six dollars. So they had three hundred and seventy-five really? pounds worth at you know one to six dollars. And what happened? They, they would try to steal, smuggle it in. Yeah, they're going to try and bring it in and um, sell it for like to make all that money. And so, um, uh, why it, would anybody care? <laughs> I mean, it's not because, illegal to bring in a fruit roll up. Well, because is what, it? so it's it's not legal to bring a fruit roll up, but it's smuggling. So you're you're taking. Wait, the that's goods why would you have to smuggle it? Why would you just in. show up with the roll up? Yeah, they're, they're not illegal. I'm yeah. not sneaking they the drugs in. I don't problem? know that they necessarily wanted to eat 375 pounds. But it's of not fruit coke. But this that's not illegal, right? You can smuggle it in. Hey, 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 hey! You know what do you what are you in for? <laughs> Me, I snuck in some fruit roll-ups. <laughs> what is that? What is that slang for? Tell us the truth. What is that? They're looking up their their prison lingo book to see what roll-up really means. Ryan, are you a Skittles mule? Uh, <laughs> you what? Are you a Skittles, uh, mule? Skittles mule? I, I can't. I can't say. He wants to know if you sneak in Skittles no, no, in no, your I, body. I know, I know, I know what he's trying to make a joke here. Um, it's <laughs> funny. There was actually so this was way back in high school. Way back for me. You have a story um, about this? I do. <laughs> now I'm getting worried. Seven now. minutes ago, <laughs> in high school. Okay. Um, we had uh, German exchange students, yes. and we had this. Uh, my one friend. What had, did you give them? <laughs> well, so I'm gonna get there. Okay. So we had the one German exchange student. Uh, he he came and he followed my friend around for like a few days, and then right. he stopped showing up. And my friend was like, "Yeah, he just stopped wanting to come to school," and I guess he was just allowed to do that. And um, he would give us updates. He he was like, yeah, he just sits around and plays video games with his friends from back home and eats Oreos. He, like, discovered Oreos and wants to try every flavor. Just like an American kid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, yeah. so never see this guy again. Comes right. to the end of the, the thing. And um, so he's about to go home. And my friend uh, comes back to school. And he's got a big smile on his face. He's like, yep, finally sent him home. And he's like, and here's the best part. He was going through bags and they were checking his baggage for like what he was going to bring on the plane. Right. And they opened up one of his bags and it was just filled with Oreos. And they made him take them all out. Oh. No! That's like Mr. Bemis having the glasses break in the library. No! Time enough at last. And he opens up the briefcase and they confiscate The heroin? Okay. Stop there with the Oreos. Well, you've got Oreos in there? You've got Oreos in there? Full body cavity search of this kid. Attention. Thin, thin and crispy? Uh-uh. uh-uh. Well, we, can, we cannot have that. Oh, no, no fruit roll-ups either. Sign up today for New Jersey 101.5 App Alerts. Get instantly notified about breaking news, weather emergencies, and traffic delays. Download or open our free app and click on Alerts. And now the show that asks the musical question, what else do we know about New Jersey? It's Jersey Trivia with your host, voted the most trivial man in New Jersey. I'm sorry, that's Trivial Steve Travelese. Thank you very much, Mr. Dennis Pardell. Have uh, we got a show for you tonight? Have we got the Trevia Music Movies Television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5? We're going to get you out of the house. We want you to laugh. We're going to hook you up with a comedy show, an incredible comedy show. Michael Martucci's comedy classic on the lake. 
MJ's Buttonwood Manor in Matawan, June the 10th. An incredible show with Goomba Johnny, Freddie Rubino, and myself. If you want to get tickets, you go to myconcerts.net. Uh, if you can't make that, we got Catch a Rising Star in Princeton. Any show in the month of May. Catcharisingstar.com. My rising stars are in the room. Johnny, Gemini, Lombardi is here. What's happening, my friend? Hey, this is very good. We got a lot of more fans now. Yeah. Oh, my God. I hope they win. I hope they win. I know you're pulling for them. I, I, I know am, you've been practicing. And what a good show. That's a great... What a, a thing to come out, you know, just to come out. Hey, hon, what do you want to do? I just want to go out and laugh. And that's the show to do. We can do that. We can make that happen. Awesome. He's got New Jersey. Justin Gonzalez wasn't here last week. It wasn't the same. We lit a, we lit a candle by the chair, but that's I missed okay. you all. I did. It wasn't sure. easy. And uh, so what's been happening, my friend? No, you know, we're doing good stuff. You know, I got married. We moved. Uh, my wife is actually graduating this weekend. Oh, with yeah, her from degree. where? She's going to be a, a respiratory therapist. Nice. Starting next month at the hospital of the University of Pennsylvania. She could work my CPAP uh, machine. Yes, yeah, exactly. Or, you, you and me both. Right, but, you got uh, yeah, one? It's a good, no, no, I love I don't. those No, things. no, I'm, I'm very handsome, and oh. I, I would never wear that Darth Vader thing. Come on. <laughs> so we save that for you. It turns so, around. <laughs> but that and, you know, just doing a lot of singing. I was just right. uh, with the Killer Queen Experience last weekend, and this weekend I'm going to be singing the music of uh, Cole Porter, Irving Berlin, and George Gershwin. In the Italian market in Philadelphia, doing Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, no Rhapsody in Blue. There you, know, you go. Bohemian Rhapsody. How about Rhapsody, Rhapsody, Rhapsody in, in the Rain? Little Lou Christie. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey <laughs> Paul. Let me tell you that that Gershwin, he got nothing on Freddie Mercury. Let's let's get Gershwin to spread your wings. Come on. <laughs> Where are you headlining? I saw you with with Sean. Uh, yeah. Um, Actually, Justin Gonzalez is going to be hosting the show. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, he didn't doing, even bring it up. You yeah, notice that you're sitting yeah. right next to him. Because well, I, I was, I was the soft, it, it was the softball for him. Oh. That's why I was leaving it for Jeff. Yeah, I'm going to be uh, doing the uh, Velvet Whip in uh, Philadelphia to Speakeasy. It's a very, very cool room. Mm -hmm. uh, tickets are moving, so please, man, if people are interested, come down, catch me, Justin Gonzalez, uh, Sean Morton, who's been on the show before. My podcast partner very very funny guy so de definitely come check us out all right now we're going to start things off with a song like we usually do and who better to do it at or amen from rockaway bonazera hey, everybody and buenas tardes and good evening everybody and a good evening to you too my friend what are we singing tonight oh this is uh this is sung by johnny Massey's uh -huh. I think you know it. It's one of his favorite songs. Ah, chances are, cause I wear a silly grin. The moment you come into view, chances are you think that I'm in love with you. Just because. My composure sort of slips the moment that your lips meet mine. Chances are you think my heart's your valentine in the magic of moonlight. When I sigh, hold me close, dear. Chances are you believe the stars that fill the skies are in my eyes. 
Guess you feel you'll always be the one and only one for me. And if you think you could, well, chances are your chances are awfully good. The chances are your chances are awfully good. Nice, nice. Do you know you and Johnny Mathis are the same age? Yes, I know. I know. And, and you sing like exactly alike. You know that was that that was amazing. How many people oh, were conceived I, I, to your music? Right? Oh, I, I, I have all these records. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I got those songs you sent me today. Thank you. They were very nice. Oh, you got it. I got the CDs. Absolutely. Oh, you will love it. It's old times. All right. What's your <laughs> maybe, category, my friend? you can make copies and give it to Mr. New Jersey man. Oh, I'll give them out to the boys here. No problem. What's, uh, okay. what's your category? New Jersey. There he is. Love it. State okay. of New Jersey. He's nervous. You over know, here. my friend, that you are on demand. So, you, <laughs> yeah, so you tell that, everybody up to go to Steve Trevely's. You're on demand. That's amazing. In that. But, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Now, please. Note that this is, I think, something. If you remember, um, what city in the United States gets the most cars stolen? Every year, okay? Think, think about it. Okay. Camden, Flemington, Union, or Newark? Newark. You have a winner. Okay, oh, thank my you. God. Look at, look at that. Look at it. How about that? How about that? See that? And people think Raymond doesn't win. All those times that he sang and he didn't win, finally, Raymond hits. Where do we possibly go from Raymond? I know where we go. We go to Pete in Ewing. What's up, kiddo? Oh, not much. How's everybody doing? We're doing, doing good. fine. But mm-hmm. okay. so I'll let the peanut gallery speak for us. Okay. Right. Did you have a good day, Pete? I woke up, so of course, I'm above the dirt. All right, there we go. I, you know, I hadn't heard that joke in weeks, and I knew that it was one place I could, I could get it. That's a good joke. I like that joke, really. We're gonna. Justin's gonna open that joke when he hosts the Jeffrey Paul and Sean Morton show. I am. Oh, I am. What's What's your category, my friend? Who has TV? Uh, I do. Jeffrey Paul. Let's go with Let's go with uh, New Jersey one hundred one point five then. See what he did there. You see what he did there. Good one, Pete. Going with the left, and he got you with the right. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I want you to tell me. Uh, the New Jersey 101.5 person whose family once appeared on Family Feud. Would that be A, Bill Spadia, B, Dino Flamia, C, Jen Ursillo, or D, Dennis Malloy? Um, Evidently, I don't listen to the station enough and watch that show enough. Um, Go with C. Unfortunately, I got to say... No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! 
Like he said. 1-800-283-101.5. Here's the deal. It is trivia. Music, movies, television, New Jersey. New Jersey 101.5. Comedy tickets are going out tonight. You're going to get to see an incredible comedy show June the 10th at MJ's Buttonwood Manor. Goomba Johnny, Fred Rubino, myself. You want to buy the tickets, you go to myconcerts.net. They really are selling out fast. Or if you can't make June the 10th, you want to see a comedy show, hook you up with Catch a Rising Star in the Princeton Hyatt Regency. Any show in the month of May, visit catcharisingstar.com. I got two open slots. Jump on. Gemini's got New Jersey. Justin's got the music. Jeff's got the uh, television and the movies. And I have New Jersey 101.5, where we give you fast traffic. And it's on New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis. May Pang will be on next Wednesday at uh, 9.10. The uh, the woman who had the uh, eighteen month lost weekend with John Lennon. The movie's out. We'll talk about that. But for now, it is trivia, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey one hundred one point five. Gemini, Justin Gonzalez, Jeff Paul playing for tickets to uh, Michael Martucci's comedy classic on the lake at MJ's in the Buttonwood Manor. Goomba Johnny, Fred Rubino, and myself. Go to myconcerts.net for tickets or catch a rising star in Princeton, catcharisingstar.com. You could have any show in the month of May. These guys are too cheap to pony up shows, so I'll find the tickets. Don't worry about it. We could have we could have uh, Justin come and sing Freddie Mercury at your door. Doom boom body. Head under pressure going. It's yeah. better than the ring, you know. <laughs> hey, oh. <laughs> uh, let's go to uh, Thomas is in Lawrenceville. What's up, Thomas? How you doing, man? Good. How about you? You guys sound great. Oh, thank you. We work at it. Um, why don't we go 101.5? All right. 101.5. What the hell do I need these guys for? All right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, hmm. Name. Oh, he's not here anymore. <laughs> All right. He's not here anymore either. Man. Uh, no, you're here. Okay. Man. All right. Name the New Jersey, uh, what town? Oh, we did that already. All right. How about this? Verrazano one? Bridge. The Verrazano Bridge. Let's do it with the Verrazano Bridge. All right. Uh, damn, I got work to do here. All right. <laughs> Uh, is there anybody here that works here? Okay. Uh, let's go with this one. Let's go with this one. Which host on uh, New Jersey? No, 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 what what year did the Dennis and Judy show come on the air? Is it A, 1999, B, 2004, C, 1997, or D, 2001? I'm going to say 99, Steve. I got to say. No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! I got to redo this category. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's go to Sherry Baby in Monroe. What's up, kiddo? She's here. I'm sorry. I'm laughing so hysterically. Oh, thank you. Uh, you feeling better? Uh, yes. Did you have a good day today? You're my Trevor P. The <laughs> Trevor the gentlemen, they're all there. They're all here for you. Please love it. Okay. How was your day today? Uh, it, it, 
It was kind of good. Kind of good? What was the best thing that happened to you then? Let me see. We took a ride. <laughs> oh, my. Magic carpet? Magic no, oh, my. I know. Imagine right. mystery you get out during the pandemic. So, yeah, we took a ride. Looked at the scenery. All right. All right. What did you see? Uh, too much construction. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> what's, what's your category? You, as always, and Jem, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> what year did the Dominski... And I don't want to see you. Oh, you got to come out to the comedy show. Right. What? That's why, yes. Okay, sorry. Right. She's going to win first. When did Dominski <laughs> and Doyle start their original run on New Jersey 101.5? Was that 1990, 1993, 2011... 1999. Oh, crap. Um, oh, I'm going to lose. Um, 2011. Unfortunately, I got to say. Yeah, right. I'm a loser. I'm sorry. I'm a loser. All right, we're going to Barry in South Plainfield on New Jersey 101.5. Hello, Barry. Hey, how you doing, guys? All right, Barry, how are you? All right. You sure? Yeah. All right. Did you have a good day, Barry? Yes, I have. I did. What's the best thing happened to you today? I was with my Parkinson's group again. You was with your... Oh, yeah, okay, that's very good. What did you do? Uh, we uh, talked about more concert songs that we're going to be doing and stuff like that. What songs are you going to be doing? Virtual today. It wasn't live. What's uh, what song are you going to be doing? Well, there's a bunch of them we were looking at. Everybody had the chance to kind of weigh in on their own. What song do you want to do? Well, I, I like to do Billy Joel. What's Billy Joel's song would you like to do? Uh, probably... Uh, uh, Italian restaurant, or uh, you want to do Billy Joel's Italian restaurant? Can we give you a suggestion? Sure. Half a mile away. Half a mile away. It's a great song. All right. Now, do you want? Do you want to do? Do you want to do Italian restaurant now? I got a guy here who sings an incredible Billy Joel, <laughs> and it'll work for a bottle of red and a bottle of white. And that guy is Gemini. <laughs> Gemini. That depends upon his appetite. I mean. <laughs> As a matter of fact, uh, Brenda and Eddie just uh, just got a nice apartment. <laughs> We're carpeting. <laughs> what, what's your category? From Sears, right? From Sears. What's what's your, a couple of paintings? What's your category? I'm going to go with uh, New Jersey. Oh. <clears throat> I hate to wake you. Gotta wake <laughs> well, I, I I was listening to you. We're a very good conversational. Thank you. Thank you. We hope that you get to do your song, and uh, and that you come out and laugh a little bit at Steve's show that he's there he's with some good comedians, and I hope you do win this, buddy. Um, what is, so? What is the highest point in New Jersey? Again, with the highest point I, in I, New I Jersey. I like this guy. I, know, I have it's a, it's on seventy-five thousand questions. It don't matter. You pick New Jersey. What's the highest point? <laughs> In New Jersey, okay? Is it Spring Mountain, Lodge Mountain, High Point, <laughs> or Lung Point? Guy, go ahead. Okay, I will say High Point. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> 
I hear Billy Joel. I feel I like Billy Joel. I smell Italian wine. I feel like a duck is gonna fall at its, <laughs> at its ceiling Sorry, with the I word high I point <laughs> and a little nose and eyeglasses. We're burning that question. It's going the way of the Verenzano. It's going off the Verenzano uh, bridge. No, it's ten thirty. Be fifteen minutes on New Jersey one hundred one point five. All right, let's bring in the Baja Marimba Band. Steve Chevalise. Jeffrey Paul is here. And uh, we got Sir. Justin Gonzalez. Hello. And uh, we got Gemini. And uh, we got ooh, we got a couple of openings. You want to jump on, you call right now. We will hook you up with the comedy show tickets. Because I want you to win. I want you to win. It's going to be a great show Saturday, June 10th. Uh, you got to go to myconcerts.net to buy them. Gooba, Johnny, Fred Rubino, and myself. MJ is at the Buttonwood Manor. Comedy on the Lake, a Michael Martucci classic comedy show, if ever there was one. If you can't make that, we got the Catch a Rising Star tickets, any show in the month of May. Joey Callahan's going to be there, um, among others, because I haven't pulled up the, the website yet. Those are two really good venues. The uh, the MJ is, is, a, is a really nice venue. I've, I've, I've was talking before. I did it with uh, Gemini once before, and uh, uh, Catch a Rise the Star always, you know, is, is a fun place to uh, oh, yeah. format for audiences to go. So, really, man, these are these are good shows that people. We, do, yeah, we get the good stuff. We don't have uh, you know Sid's Rumba Room. We give you the good stuff. I like Sid's Rumba Room. By the well, way. yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be playing that next week. Uh, Annie is in New Providence on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Hi, Annie. Hi, I can't believe I was the only one in line. Annie, when you called, I stopped everybody. I got people waiting. Out. So you know what? Annie's on the phone. The sun will come out tomorrow. We got to get her on tonight. Hey, can we try a <laughs> trivia question with Annie? Uh, how about that? Okay, Annie, I got a trivia question for you. Okay. Okay. What musical group has a song called Annie Get Your Gun? Is it Oingo Boingo? Is it Squeeze? Is it The Romantics? Or is it you too? You too. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. That's not the real question. Annie. That's not <laughs> the no, real no. question. We wouldn't do that. Or the no musical band. I no, really don't. Squeeze has such a great Squeeze. song. Probably my favorite song called Annie Get Your Annie, Gun. Different in Tillman. What is your. That's uh, okay. Did you have a good day today, Annie? Yes, I had a great day. What was the best thing that happened to you today? I got better. I was. You sick. got better. Were you worse before you made the call, Annie? Yes. Yes. What happened? I was, very, I was making calls to you when I was sick. I got sick for two months. It took me two months to get better. What happened? And it still worked every. Day. I got this terrible cold, and nobody could make it better. Summit Medical Group couldn't make it better twice. Really? Five. And I'm a hairdresser. Oh. So, can you imagine this? And then I went to, a, uh, I, and then I had a virtual with the doctor, and I was, I was getting better. I was getting better, and then I, and then I got worse again. Oh. And then the next day, I had a virtual with her. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't call me, and I asked for steroids. I wanted prednisone only right. because. I don't want to grow hair on my face. I just wanted to get better. It was strengthening me. Mm-hmm. And it was the only thing that was going to fix me. And she gave me some sort of spray, but it was, in fact, a prescription spray. Right. And I'm better. And I oh. was to go to work today and do well. I went to work yesterday. I never not go to work. I uh-huh. always go to work. 
see his Resla. And Penny comes with me. Well, you know what the best medicine is, right, Annie? What? Laughter. And we're going to okay. set you up for <laughs> laughter, Annie. What is your category? That's my way up. Okay. I don't know. I don't know comedians, though. That's okay. They'll get to know you. Is it, mu- is it music, it's movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5? Annie? The questions get harder. Yeah. Do you do you like Seinfeld? I love Seinfeld. He's not going to be at the show. Um, <laughs> Annie's in the room right now watching Seinfeld while I talk to you on the phone. Oh, okay. Uh, what is your category? Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. I guess it's going to be television. Ah, Jeffrey Paul. Okay. Now, d- did right. you say you like Seinfeld? Yes. Okay. Give a nice sign. We'll give you a sign. Is that cool? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Thank you. Uh, no, no worries. All right. Uh, good, good sign for question. Are you ready for a good sign for question? The good ones, not the, the ones we say for friends and relatives. Okay. Here we go. Um, in the male unbonding episode, what was Jerry's annoying friend Joel's last name? Okay. Was it Hornick? Was it Banya? Was it Piazza? Or was it English? It was Hornick. Yeah! Look at that! Annie, 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 Andrew, Andrew. What's up, Andrew? Christmas miracle. How you doing tonight, guys? Good. How about you? Good. I got an original joke, but it's not really even a joke, but it's still funny. Okay. You know how you had a problem? You know how you know how you had a problem coming up with a question from 101.5? Yes. I got a perfectly good explanation, and one of you guys probably already thought this up. What's that? I guess it's because of the writer's, the writer's strike. The writer's, the writer's strike. strike. That's that what it is. That's not bad. I like that. Okay. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm always like, giving you an unoriginal joke, but I got one you like. Your screener liked it. That was good. That was good. You did that yourself. That's very good. We got a writing credit a for Andrew from Flemington. <laughs> one for first time. Everything is his first time, right? Yeah. So, uh, Mitch Hedberg special. Um, if you can't sleep at night, count sheep. Do not count endangered species because you will run out. Uh, <laughs> that's very good. That's very good. All right. You know, I don't know what the best thing that happened to me this week was. I was about to ask. What is the best thing that happened to you this week? Yesterday or two days ago, I was talking with an old friend of mine and he used to live in Jersey. Now he lives in Florida. Mm-hmm. And he's always got migraines. He's always taking Tylenol, three mm-hmm. of them or whatever. Right. So I'm telling him a joke, and then I tell him another joke. Right. And he took his, and it was a video call, and he took his hand away from his head. I said, what's going on? He said, my headache went away. And I thought, oh, my God. I wish I could remember what joke I told him. I wish you could. <laughs> <laughs> It'll cure a headache, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andrew. You want to you want a question, Andrew? Yeah, why not? All right. What the hell are you doing? Here? <laughs> uh, what's your category, Andrew? Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, one hundred one point five. I'll have the uh, uh, musician guy, the singer guy. Oh, that's, go ahead, Justin Gonzalez. He has not smashed anything today. Oh, 
I, I was feeling extra lonely. I was doing my my needlework over was. here. You he was know? crocheting. It's it was it was really rough. Okay, so you know I'm gonna I'm gonna give under, you a nice one. Under okay? pressure. Under pressure. <laughs> I was feeling it. I feel it now. So I'm going to give you a good one, okay? Since you, no, you gave us all those good jokes, okay? So how about Frank Sinatra's classic song, My Way, was written by what famous singer-songwriter? Was it A, Chris Christopherson? There he is. There he is. you got to get up pretty early in the morning to fool Andrew from Fleming. Every 15 minutes on New Jersey 101.5. All right, here we go. The home stretch. It is Trevia. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Gemini has New Jersey, and he's been practicing up that, that question. He's already asked. He's already asked the high point question, and we haven't gotten to the horizontal bridge yet. So we're working our way. We got Justin Gonzalez here, the tenor Justin Gonzalez, ready to hit that high note for you. Yes, I am. We got Jeffrey Paul, soon to be a mega million dollar club owner of Hershey, Pennsylvania. Uh, and then we got me. And uh, he's got the television and the movies, and Justin's got the music, and I got the New Jersey 101.5. And we are playing for a pair of tickets to see Michael Martucci's classic comedy on the lake. At MJ's, the Buttonwood Manor, on Saturday, June the 10th, Goomba Johnny, Fred Rubino, and myself. Go to myconcerts.net for tickets. It's going to be a funny show. If you can't make that, catch a rising star in the Princeton Hyatt Regency. Mike is in Freehold on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Did you have a good day today? Always good days. Always good days. What was the best thing that happened to you today? Nothing. I got off work. You got <laughs> off work. What, what did you do? Where do you work? I work for New Jersey Transit. Oh, okay. So you actually got off the bus. <laughs> no, train. Oh, you got off the train. Was it like, did you have to jump off the train or did the train actually come to a stop for you to get off? No, we work in a repair facility. Oh, okay, okay. Where they, where they fix them. Okay. Uh, did you play with trains when you were a kid? Were you like uh, Choo Choo Charlie and the Gooden Plane? Yeah, it's, it's just big toys. That's all they are. There you go. There you go. Did you have the HOs when you were a kid? Yes, Lionels too. The Lionels. Do you remember the Lionels? Of course I do. There of you go. Of course I do. Anybody still got the originals from when they were? Good? Oh, not not me. I wish. Don't I you wish, wish right? Oh. Yeah. The, the electric trains. I wasn't a big electric train guy. Yeah. No, no. And the racing cars. Well, that I did. Do you, I don't know if you remember this, Steve? What was that? Do you remember something called Johnny Lightning? Yeah. You remember Johnny Lightning? Not that I remember no. Hot Wheels. Well, the, Johnny Lightning was was kind of like a. It was like the cars had like a little hook on the bottom. Yeah, and yeah, hook, and it went into the track. Yeah, and, you, yeah, and that had, pulled them you, around the you, track. You no, know, you had to like flick it and then oh. they whip around the, the track. No, I didn't know it, that. It was a really cool track. You had to flick it. Really? Hot Wheels. Wait, wait, wait what did you have to do? Yeah, flick, flick it. You had to flick it. You had to flick it. Right. Mike, what's your what's your category? That's my friend. Uh, flick New Jersey. It. New Jersey. Okay. New flick it. Jersey. Gotta flick it. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be the motto on the bumper sticker. <laughs> Okay, this one, you sound like you have a good soul and want to come out and laugh with Steve and uh, Rabino. He's crazy, but you're going to have a great time. Despite that. Uh, No, he's really funny. He comes up with stupid things. I mean, but he makes it funny, and that's what makes it awesome to be there to see live. Um, Okay, which area in New Jersey is home to a volcano? I'm going to give you a couple of 
you know, places and think about it. Everybody in New Jersey would know this. I, I would hope that you know this. Is it, it came man? up in conversation last week. <laughs> okay. And then, Steve, you would know the answer then if it came up in last week. I mean, nobody's ever told X me this one before. Okay, but the volcano, is it at Manalapin? Manalapin. 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 Okay. Manalapin. Manalapin. Or Flemington. Flemington. Or Beermerville. Beermerville. Why don't you try a question with numbers? What's the last one? Brick. Brick. All right. What do you got, Mike? I would think that Beamerville or whatever it was. Look at it. Look at it. Who's going to see comedy? He put the beer in Beamerville. <laughs> All right, Johnny, where are you going to be, Gemini? Hey, we've been putting together some awesome, awesome fundraising shows. Please give me a call. If you wanted to see any of these guys, man, including Steve, myself, Justin, and the man of the hour over there. But GeminiComedy.com. Love to see you. I'd Gemini. love to be help. Comedy.com. Justin. I'm going to be down in the Italian market on Friday, 7 p.m. Uh, we're going to be doing Cole Porter, Irving Berlin, and George Gershwin. Myself and Brooklyn Evangelista on the piano. Nice. Go to JustinGonzalezTenor.com for more information. Love to see you there. And Jeffrey. When he says he's going to be at the Italian market, he's like, I'm going to be picking up some tomatoes and some bread <laughs> for Sunday dinner. They're going, to, they're, going to the buy the, they're going to buy the tomatoes for when they perform. <laughs> uh, you, we got a sandwich of tomatoes to Justin singing tonight. <laughs> You can catch me uh, May 20th. Uh, I'll be at uh, Paradise Island uh, for the Joe Yanatuano, uh fundraiser. It's a, it's a great fundraiser. It's me. Sean Morton's going to be on that show as well. Is that the one that surfs in Long Beach Island? This is in Staten Island. Oh, Staten Island. Uh, yeah, Sharon Simon, uh, Ray Goots. It's a it's a really nice. important fundraiser. We hope for people to come out. And if you know, the station reaches, we do reach Philly. Yeah, okay. we do. Yeah, so also catch me at the Velvet Whip. The on, Velvet Whip. On uh, May 21st. I'll be there with Justin Gonzalez. All we'll right. Come say hi. And uh, tomorrow night we do this all over again. This has been the Steve Travelly Show On Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.